0: What Radio, the music you want. With your host, Keyes Dan. It's very important you don't stink today. Hey, I make no guarantees. RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan from RadioWhat.com DJLittleRock.com Coming to you live and in, in limited color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And today on the program... We have two members of the Bad Habit Band of Little Rock, Arkansas. We have Jack Bennett and Sam Bennett. And if you wonder why their names their last names are the same, it's because they're brothers. Yeah, brothers. All I know about them right now is that they're they're good. <laughs> I, I got to hear them at a an acoustic type show, a, a very intimate show in on um, Black Earth Art Studios, which is now not there in Conway, Arkansas. It was across the street from, uh, was it, uh, oh, King's Piano Bar and and also the Ford Theater. There wasn't an, an art studio there, and they used to have bands come from time to time, and I'm very sad that it's gone. <laughs> I hope that it comes back in some kind of an incarnation, Black Earth Art Studios. But uh, to bring it back up, my show's this week on Thursday. I will be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. That is Thursday, the 23rd of May. And that's for the Video Dance Party Karaoke Jam. They got great food, and they even have some adult beverages, if you feel like imbibing. And, And, of course, yours truly, hanging out there behind the karaoke computer and the ones and twos. I'll be mixing it up for you. And then on Friday, May 24th, catch me at... The Rab in Conway, Arkansas. (laughs) I didn't forget it. I really didn't forget it. No, I'm there every Friday for crying out loud at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas with the full bar and the full kitchen and the pool tournament and the karaoke and the gigantic Jenga game that uh, every time somebody gets the Jenga, all these big giant blocks come down and I hear Jenga. (laughs) It's great. And then on Saturday, May 25th, it's the benefit for Brookside. It's the Brookside Fiesta, and that's uh, put together by Bilingual Consultant LLC, uh, Claudia Fountain. She invited me to be a part of this show, and let me read a little bit about what's going on over there. It's uh, Join the Families of Brookside for a Mexican Fiesta to Celebrate and Share with you, their Mexican heritage, culture, and food. Fresh tamales, tacos, empanadas, and homemade flour tortillas will abound as you and your family uh, enjoy the music of the traditional mariachi Jalisco and the famous Letitia Reta Ballet Quetzalcoatl folkloric dancers, Isaac Hualguera, Frida Auction, Come learn more about our neighbors to the south as you feast in support of our Brookside neighbors. Uh, Brookside is a community in Conway, Arkansas that uh, they're being evicted. About 100 families being evicted by the end of June. So come on out. It's going to be over at the Conway Ministry Center from 10 to 3, uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's at 701 Polk Street in Conway, Arkansas. Be there. I'll be there yeah maybe you can do some karaoke there too i'm gonna have some fun anyway it's time to get to the program let's talk to jack bennett and sam bennett the brothers that are at the front of bad habits band let's call them the bennett brothers let's call them now Hello. Hello, Jack Bennett, please.
1: This is Jack.
0: Jack Bennett? You mean the Jack Bennett of Bad Habit? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a fantastic band. I've seen them myself. This is Keys Dan from the What Makes You Famous podcast. How's your day?
1: It's going pretty well so far. How's yours?
0: Oh, super duper, man. It was raining a little bit. I spent the day up in Russellville just driving around. Yeah. Yeah. How did you spend your day?
1: Um, It was a pretty normal day. I woke up and hung out with my dog for a little bit, and then I had to go to the dentist to get a follow-up on my wisdom teeth removal, and then just hanging out, went to see my grandfather, and now I'm sitting here with my brother. Oh, your
0: brother's in the room. Who would that be?
1: Sam Bennett. How's it going?
0: Sam Bennett. You know, I, I see. I saw your Facebook pic, and I mentioned it yesterday on the podcast with Zachary. You're, you're very oh, really? well dressed, Sam Bennett.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you.
0: Is that a, a normal thing for you? Do you, do you get uh, dressed up in a tie most days?
2: No, not uh, not really. That was a picture we took at uh, Jack's graduation for high school.
0: Oh, Jack has graduated. All right, so what time? do you wake up, uh, let's see, I guess I'll have to go back, back and forth with Sam and Jack, Jack and Sam, so I'll address you when I'm asking you certain things, and, and right. whenever, whenever something catches my attention, that's usually when I ask a question about it, so extracurricular activities are pretty, pretty important in the podcast, and usually I start where you're from, where you are, and where you're going. So let's start with you, Jack. Big Jack, since you're the big bro, where are you from?
1: Uh, I was originally born in Nashville, Tennessee, which, as most would know, is a great place for musicians to get started. But I, uh, we moved here to Little Rock when I was two years old. and Oh, we, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Could
0: have stayed in Nashville.
1: <laughs> i don't know um, but yeah we've just been in little rock since what about 2002 and
0: very cool sam bennett where were you born
1: uh i was born right here in little rock uh
2: in november of '02. have
0: you even ever been to nashville uh
2: yes sir i've been a few times
0: well all right calling me sirs like putting an elevator in an outhouse call me dan <laughs> we boys uh-huh. now we boys <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Not good. <laughs> so I have Jack Bennett, Sam Bennett of the Bad Habit band. Now that's putting you in a very small box because you are so much more than just your band, you know. Correct. There are other things that you do in this great life and many things that have brought you to this point. So since we our, our Venn diagram is converging in Little Rock, I guess we could start there the two-year-old Jack and the just-born Sam. Let's talk about your parents. Uh, How's uh, mom? What did she do?
1: Mom is a uh, third-grade teacher at Pulaski Academy where Sam goes to school.
0: Dig it, dig it.
2: And then dad?
1: We're not really clear what dad does.
0: Okay,
2: I get it. Dad's a a contractor. He does lots of uh, different jobs.
0: Okay, when you said that, it kind of led me to secret agent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Navy SEAL. Uh, you know, just... Okay, so contractor. Excellent. He builds things.
1: No, more like he takes the contracts, I guess. He he works in the pharmaceutical area. Oh. Uh, and what he's been doing a lot lately is he'll go to a lot of different cities across the country and just teach programs and kind get people up to speed on whatever it is that they are learning
0: so not necessarily a drug dealer but maybe a mule <laughs> no not that either okay no okay all right maybe i'm just projecting okay <laughs> so all right we start in 2002 uh at very young aged bennett's the boys the bennett boys and right are there any other siblings in the family no, it's no. just us. ah, the Bennett boys. so you're you're bound to be together. what uh, did you growing up, did did you get along very well?
2: Um, <laughs> uh, probably as uh, as much as um, any other scenario you'd see with brothers, but um, you know we we've always kind of had a strong bond when it comes to music and stuff like that. We've always sort of uh, played together.
0: See, you're you're steering me to music and I'm steering you to uh hey, did you fight? Did you uh, wrestle? Uh
2: yes, sir. There's all sorts of that <laughs> stuff going on.
0: Now now remember it's Dan. And uh all right, so man. was that Jack talking or Sam talking? I keep forgetting to, to to address you. Uh
2: this is Sam.
0: That's Sam's voice. And then
1: this is Jack.
0: This is Jack's voice. Okay, they're very similar voices, and and that makes sense because you grew up together. You grew up in the same places. A lot of times, siblings sound pretty much alike. Now, at from you, did you go to Pulaski Academy your whole life, uh, Jack?
1: Yes, sir. I did. I heard from you. Sorry, for to say that. Yeah, I did from kindergarten all the way through twelfth.
0: Now say the word. Say Dan. Dan <laughs> yeah. or Daniel either way whatever you whatever you'd like Dan or Daniel or keys so all right and then Sam you've been in at Pulaski Academy your whole life as well
2: uh, yes I've I've been going to PA ever since three-year-olds good school uh, even is Sam yes this is Sam
0: no good school Sam
2: oh uh, yeah it's a pretty great school
0: pretty Lots good of, experience
2: uh, faculty uh, yes
0: and, and, and any friends uh how, how's the friend uh, situation
2: it's pretty good i've got a, a good group of guys that um I like to hang out with and you
0: know do stuff with that's cool and jack how was your school life
1: oh it went pretty well for the most part i uh, had a pretty good social scenario i guess I had a pretty tight tightly knit group of guys that i hung with and like Sam said, just kind of stuck with them for most of the years there. And unfortunately, now we're all kind of spread out all over the country and won't <laughs> talk that much.
0: See, that was going to be my next question. Now, with social media, you get to keep up with people. I'm, I'm from Miami, Florida, and I went to high school in in fort lauderdale florida davie florida oh, right. which is in in that area and i still get to keep in, in touch with my my classmates at least uh, the the few that I, I hung around with on online and that, that's pretty good that you can it, it kind of ties you together and then spreads you apart it you know social media is a an interesting thing but yeah. uh oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't I, I i use it mostly for uh for business, I guess, uh, and to promote uh, other people as well as myself. Um, Right. That's that's the whole reason I got into radio and and doing this podcast is to to learn about people, to learn uh, what you know. So I'm I'm digging into the brains of the Bennett boys. And I I keep saying the Bennett boys, like I'm jumbling you two up in together. And I know you do a lot of things together, but I need to separate you individually as well because you are... You are not the the sum of the two of you. You are also individuals as well. So, Jack Bennett, uh, other than music, uh, what were your extracurriculars in school?
1: I didn't really have many. I mean, music is my number one passion, and it has been since about first grade. So, that's what I put most of my time into.
0: Good deal. Good deal. All right. No video games or board games or... Going out and riding bikes, motorcycles?
1: Uh, I play video games a lot, and on the subject of bikes, I like to go ride bikes with my grandfather down at uh, Twin Peaks. Or not Twin Peaks.
0: <laughs> Twin Peaks? <laughs> I want to ride at Twin Peaks.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's called a
0: Freudian slip.
1: <laughs> uh, down at Twin Rivers Park. Okay. Uh, down by Pinnacle. Two, two Rivers Park. Two Rivers Park. Two I Rivers
0: can, Park. And we're still with the twins. and the, and the I get it. I get it. The things it's, are, been
1: a, it's been a minute since I've been down there.
0: To Twin Peaks or uh, Two Rivers Park? <laughs> two Rivers Park. Okay. How about Twin Peaks? Uh,
1: it's been even longer since I've been down there.
0: Oh, I'm very sad for you. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Sam yeah. Bennett, any extracurriculars for you besides
2: music? Um, well, I mean, pretty similar to Jack. Uh, you know, I do all the, uh, video games and stuff like that, you know, just normal stuff like that. Um, but you know, I do have some extracurricular activities that have to do with music. I, um, I'm involved with the worship band up at, uh, fellowship Bible church. Uh, and you know, they have youth, uh, services called echo every Wednesday night. Uh, and I'm usually, um, the drummer for the worship band pretty much every Wednesday. Uh, and we play two services. Um, I'm, I usually, I go there uh, straight from school, get there, you know, maybe around four o'clock, uh, and, uh, and go home around nine.
0: Fantastic. Is that affiliated with Pulaski Academy or is that a, a totally separate, uh, uh church?
2: Uh, well it, it is, uh, it's a church by itself, but you know, um, you know, I, there's plenty of people from PA that go there and, you know, uh, other schools like LRCA and, you know, just uh, lots of different high schools around. And they also have like um, middle school services and stuff. Uh-huh. So, it's yeah, they just, you know, it's just a youth service.
0: Very cool. I, I like how you cool it up. We, we go to PA. I keep saying the Pulaski Academy. I have to refer to it as PA but I, I want to make sure that the people know uh, exactly what I'm talking about in these long form interviews. It, I, I don't cut anything out. So so it's it, it's been an interesting way to to talk to people. And it's nice to have conversations because I see a lot of people in their phones all the time and they don't really talk to each other. And I, I, this is what I'm doing. I'm talking to people. I'm getting to talk to people. I don't have Absolutely. to be online and chat, chat with them on their social media. So, right. Jack Bennett, you say that you've been interested in music since the first grade. What was the first musical instrument that you touched in first grade, Jack Bennett?
1: If I remember correctly, it was a uh, it was a Squire Stratocaster that I got. It was my first real guitar that I had.
0: I have a Squire Strat. I have a purple Squire Strat. I have no idea how to play it. <laughs> i i can do power chords and a little bit of scales and, and there was a jazz uh a doctor that i worked with down in south florida and he was trying to teach me a little bit about uh, of the jazz and a little blues chords but in reality no i cannot play it i have a purple <laughs> squire strat what color is your squire strat
1: mine's like a dark red but it's got a little bit of shine to it
0: do you still have it i do hey was it part of a a kit that comes with a you know the strings and the strap and the and the amp
1: it came with an amp i don't really remember what else it came with but it has an interesting backstory to it I didn't know that. hit me with it um so really how i mean i'm gonna dip into how i got into music here too because it all kind of ties in with the guitar but um my first real influence was Rick Springfield, and of course that came from my father being a huge fan of his, and kind of pushing that music on us. And so, I used to listen to Rick Springfield a lot as a kid, and we had one of his concert DVDs, and I remember seeing him at the end of the DVD play Jesse's Girl, and it was on some red guitar, I don't actually think it was a Stratocaster, but... Um, that's when I got into g- guitar and I knew that that was my goal was that I wanted to be able to play the guitar solo on Jesse's girl because at the time I thought like that that's the greatest song ever written <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so you had a good musical uh education uh, is, right. is what's happening here all right and I'm looking up the the guitar that uh Rick Springfield had it, it is a red guitar it looks like a fat boy I'm trying to figure out exactly which what kind it is but
1: i think it's a Gretsch. if i'm
0: okay yeah like a a, a gretch big boy maybe probably
1: something uh, yeah like I'm,
0: that. I'm trying to yeah, it says rick springfield logo guitar and they call it the rose explosion so hmm. i'm trying to hmm, oh well yeah he indeed did play a, a red guitar and i'm very familiar <laughs> with jesse's girl and good on your dad for bringing you up properly with 80s music. I come from the 80s. I'm here to help. <laughs> Class of 86 rules, baby. <laughs> so all right. So he's teaching you a little bit about 80s music, the stuff he grew up with, I guess, cuz I f- I figure he's probably the same age as me. I'm I'm 50 and uh and and I, I I am very familiar with the the 80s and the music there. Was he playing that a lot uh, at, at the house for you?
1: He he was the uh Two songs that I remember having on loop around that time that weren't Rick Springfield were Heat of the Moment by Asia and Hold On Loosely by 38 Special, which I don't know why those were the two songs that I listened to so much. They just were. But.
0: You know, it's really hard to tell where what you listen to because then, you know, by the same token, my mother uh, introduced me to music and I had eight track tapes. Okay. And if you don't know what those are, look them up. I, I had uh, uh, Stevie Wonder's superstition the great uh, and then the eagle's greatest hits was oh, another yeah. was another uh, eight track tape and my third eight track was uh Steve Martin wild and Crazy guy it was a comedy album so wow. those were, those were the three that influenced me from a, an early age and got me into music and well comedy I suppose you know yeah. just just making me laugh. So, yeah. all right. So you were influenced by dad primarily in music, I, I guess. And right. So in first grade, you were playing, you were playing guitar already in first grade. That I was. So, okay, Sam Bennett, uh, wh- what was your first taste of music?
2: Um, I'd really have to say the same thing. Uh, you know, when Jack had his guitar and he was playing along to the concert video of Rick Springfield. I was right there behind him, uh, with some drumsticks, you know, beating on, uh, pillows and stuff. Um, eventually, you know, uh, I was given a little, uh, like first act drum kit. Um, and I didn't take it too seriously at first. I remember like, you know, getting in trouble for like, you know, coloring on my drums and stuff (laughs) like that. I was a little bit too young. Uh, but I remember, Probably about the same age as Jack, or maybe around. Yeah, probably about uh, first grade is when I first started taking lessons and uh, taking it seriously. Um, oh, and I've been playing ever since. I don't take lessons anymore, um, but I've had numerous different teachers, uh, some good, some bad. And uh, you know, probably my favorite teacher that I've ever had is name is Scott Southern. Uh, he owns a uh, business called Rock City. Rock Rock City, uh, and you know he.
0: Where's uh, that?
1: It's down uh, on
2: University, somewhere in there. Oh,
0: in Little Rock. Yeah. Yes. Still, still open.
1: It is. Yes. All he's
0: right.
2: a, a guy, a family friend now.
0: Hey, shout out to Rock City in Little Rock. Look it up. Go get your yep. lessons. <laughs> so good. All right. So, who gave you the sticks first of all?
2: Um really don't remember i know my cousin reed had a drum kit and he uh he played for a while and he he got to be pretty good um and i you know looked up to him he's uh much older than i am um and i you know i wanted to play like reed did so you know that's kind of uh what i uh started to try and do and uh i think maybe he gave me a pair of sticks or something like that uh Eventually, my I think my first real kit was a uh, a kit of his that he gave to me after he got a new kit, um, and you know I've, after that I got a, an SP kit, um, and now I've moved on to a Tama kit, which I've had for about uh, four or five years now.
0: All right, for all the non-musicians such as myself, uh, what are all these kits? You you mentioned the first act. I think I've seen one of those at at Walmart. Is that is that proper?
2: Yeah, yeah. That it's really a uh, a brand of instruments that you know parents buy their kids to try and test out and make sure they're serious about it before you know purchasing a a real instrument that would be much more expensive. So very good. So so it is
0: a, a good viable choice for someone who's just trying to give a a taste of music to their children. And I, you know, this, this is not sponsored by first act by any means, but certainly I'm, I'm all for it. You know, if, if you, you don't have the dough to just be blowing on, on $500 drum kits and thousand dollar guitars. Yeah. Go with the first act, see if they have an aptitude for it or even a desire and see where it goes from there so obviously you had an aptitude both of you jack bennett and sam bennett and a desire and you went from there so jack bennett do you still have do you still play the squire strat and have you gotten any more guitars since then
1: <laughs> yeah i still play the squire every now and then i'll uh i'll bust it out as a show whenever i need to but we just recently added Jesse's girl to our set list. Yeah. And so, so I started play, I started playing that guitar for that song specifically. And then the interesting thing about the guitar I was like I started to say earlier, it kinda came full circle. Uh, a few years ago Rick Springfield did a I guess acoustic show at UCA, which is where I go to college now.
0: Excellent.
1: And we had a meet and greet package. So I took that guitar with me and got him to sign it. So now I have the guitar that was inspired by Rick Springfield, which is now signed by Rick Springfield. You so now have now I got play on
0: it. Color me jealous! <laughs> you met Doctor Noah Drake. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. we did.
0: That is excellent and excellent. That oh, so good. Was he still playing the red guitar?
2: No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, stripped down show.
0: All right. Oh yeah, yeah. It says uh, Rick Springfield's stripped down uh, live show oh okay it's his stripped down tour but he'll always remember jesse's girl oh yeah okay i'm i'm getting it this is good all right and uh so jack you first yeah. started playing the squire did you take any lessons
1: i did for a while i had two different guitar teachers and after a little bit, I started noticing that I was going into these lessons and telling my guitar teacher that I'd want to learn one song, and then he'd pull it up on YouTube and listen to it, and they'd pull up the tabs and whatnot, and then I'd start picking up the song while he had it up on YouTube, and he was like, well, if you can do that, then why are you taking lessons? And over time, I kind of picked up that I had an ear for it, so... Now, I just play by ear, and if it's something that's a little too complex for me to pick up, or say like a really recognizable guitar solo, then I'll look up how to actually play it and make sure that I'm doing it right. But for the most part, I can just hear it and pick it up, and after playing the song a couple times through.
0: Well, your guitar teacher seems like a very nice guy, but he did talk <laughs> himself out of a job. <laughs> so, uh, right. do you remember what YouTube videos you were using?
1: I don't really. At the time that I was taking lessons, I remember with my first guitar teacher, I went in week after week, and I was like, alright, Rick Springfield this, Rick Springfield that, and then over time, my uh, musical taste started changing, and gradually it evolved to an obsession with Aerosmith. Okay. So once, I, once I got into Aerosmith, that kind of opened up the door for some of the more, I guess, 70s hits, and That's right. so that's what I'm with right now.
0: So besides, uh, so besides guitar, are there any other instruments that you, that you play, Jack Bennett?
1: Uh, I mean, I do sing, which wasn't really by choice, but I do it now, and I actually enjoy doing it now. Um, I can play bass, which ties in with guitar. I can pick up keyboard every now and then. If I'm recording and need some keys, then I'll do that. And then Sam will argue with me on this i like to think that i can play the drums but okay. sam Sam does not think that i can
0: anybody with a couple of hands and a desk can play drums right sam
2: <laughs> uh sure
0: oh wow he agreed you should have been totally against me on that one uh, i expected a a, a, a a firm stance on the opposite of that statement so yeah okay so drums sam bennett you, you picked them up at an early age uh, it makes sense that somebody gave them to you and your parents didn't didn't buy you the drum kit at least not right off I haven't gotten into that yet uh, uh, because you, drums are, are an item that typically people give to parents that they don't like <laughs>
2: um, yeah it was it, um, it really paid off because uh, I eventually got to start playing with Jack we kind of uh, put that together and um, though the band started in 2016 we'd been playing together for years before that and you know school talent shows and uh, you know shows that our uh, lesson center would put together and stuff like that and um, you know we'd always liked the idea of a band but it never really um, never really took off or we never really uh, put that much effort into it and then our school, um had a class of 1986 reunion 86
0: rules uh, baby
2: yeah <laughs> and basically they uh, you know they knew that we had played and they asked our mom who is a teacher there uh, if we'd be interested in playing and if we had a And at the time we didn't uh, and that's really how uh, that habit started in, you know only for that gig um, and we've <laughs> um, we've been together ever since. So oh. that's you know that kind of that's how that happened.
0: So all right, so the two of you were playing together. When did the when did the other members uh join in? well do I want to get into that first yeah, when did the other members join in?
1: You take that. <laughs> okay. This is so Jack. Maybe,
0: is that Jack Bennett? This is Jack. Okay.
1: So, like he was talking about, they hired us for this 86 reunion, and we just immediately accepted it, not having a band at the time. But we were like, sure, we'll do something. Like Sam said, we had always kind of wanted to put together a band. We just, in this day and age, it's hard to find people that have the same music taste that we do.
0: Okay. And
1: we got lucky enough to where one of my best friends that I'd known for most of my life, uh, he had recently started playing guitar and I was like, look, we need a bass player. Who this was this? One- this was Ryan Burgess. Okay. Um, and I was like, look, we need a bass player. This may be a one time thing or it may turn into something else. We don't really know yet, but we got hired. It's easy money. Would you want to do it? And he said, sure. So our first show with him was actually a talent show at our school. What year was this? Say again?
0: What year was this or what grade was this for you, I guess, uh, Jack?
1: This was 10th grade for me. So So three years ago? I would have been in 7th grade.
0: 7th grade. Okay, so three years. Uh, Okay, there you go. That makes sense.
1: But uh, yeah, so we grabbed him and we did the talent show and then we still needed a singer. And my dad had been pushing me to take the mic and I really did not want to. So, uh, there was a girl at our school named Molly Kate Fuller that was a really good singer. And so my mom was like, okay, here's her number. Why don't you text her and see if it's something she'd be interested in. So I did and we started practicing and we did that, uh, 86 reunion and it went over really well. And then from that people kind of started knowing our name and that was where a lot of our gigs came from at first
0: very cool so you did the whole class of 86 reunion how many how many hours was that
1: three hours
0: you had three hours of music uh, available at this point
1: i'm sure we repeated a few songs but we had a pretty good uh pretty good master list at that point i'm
0: sorry what year was this
1: uh, yeah this would have been
0: 2016 2016 and you were in 10th grade and you already had okay there you could play about 15 songs an hour so maybe about 40 songs that you were able to play
1: yeah around that point
0: that is super that is super oh man yeah and then and and you had the four the four piece band at this point
1: we do Um, We're currently on our fourth lineup of the band, but we started with that lineup, and then Molly Kate left, and then we got another girl singer, and at that point, uh, Ryan was getting a little bit more into guitar, and he was talking about how... If we were going to continue to do this, then he wanted to play guitar and wanted me to find another bass player. So I found another bass player and we went on for a five piece as a five piece for a little bit. And then that singer left. And at that point, I took the mic. And the four of us that remained went from what, November of 2017 till summer 2018. And at that point, we picked up Zach and Caleb, and we've been doing that lineup for about a year now.
0: Wow. So any formal uh, singing training, Jack Bennett?
1: Not really. Um, Every now and then, my dad will come up and play his keyboard while I'm playing guitar, and he'll want me to sing along with him and harmonize and stuff. So, I mean, that's really the only exposure I ever had to it, unless I was just singing in my car.
0: I'm a bad boy. I didn't even know your dad played keyboard, really. So oh, yeah, how he, long has he been playing keyboard?
2: Um, this is Sam. This is Sam. Um, Sam. Yeah, dad has been playing, you know, since probably before high school. He's uh, He had a number of bands throughout high school and college. Um, and with, you know, all the knowledge he took away from that, he kind of passed on to us. And he's been uh, a really good mentor and you know, uh, just gig information, you know, stuff that we should have ready, you know, song suggestions and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, he's been really helpful with that, but he's been playing keyboard, um, you know, for a really long time. Um, and, you know, with that, you know, with all the bands he was in, he picked up all this great music and passed that on to us.
0: So what it's, it's leading me to believe that it's genetic. It is hereditary. (laughs) it is music is in the blood uh, and, and mom does she sing does she, she does play not. anything
1: <laughs> He does not she's wow. got a lot of artistic qualities and she's really good at helping us uh, how does she help really you at, she's got a lot of organizational skills so she kind of keeps us in check like sam said she'll help our dad with song suggestions and kind of leading us in the right direction that and that's uh, excellent she, she basically functions as our manager at this point.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, definitely. That's something that's very needed. Organizational skills. Because a lot of musicians and a lot of creative people, I find, well, I is scatterbrained a a good term? Because you're thinking about so many things at the same time. To run the business part of it is very difficult. And it's good to have mom in the corner, a manager in the corner. So anybody who's going full force into music, as I guess you are, uh, should have management. Am I correct in this?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, Dan. Hey,
0: I got a Dan on that one. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. So good. All right. Uh, Sam Bennett, let's get back into you. You have your group of friends in school, and you're just hanging out doing all kinds of things. Uh, ext- uh, did we go over extracurriculars for you? With your, your, what do you like to do with your boys? Uh,
2: you know, we like to go eat all the time, just hang out at each other's houses. Um, you know, we'll do a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to, you know, just going to like school functions like games and stuff like that, and, um, other than that, you know, just going to movies, all that sort of stuff, just regular things like that. All right.
0: What are the games of choice? What are the activities of choice when you go to each other's houses and hang out? Stuff is not a good thing. Oh, uh,
2: well, you know, we, we you know, we play a lot of Xbox. Xbox. Um,
0: What's the game of choice?
2: Uh, we. It, it's kind of different for a lot of us. Um, we play a lot of, uh, you know, we used to play a lot of Fortnite, but that's kind of died down. Oh, uh, yeah. We play a lot of Call of Duty and um, just stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Xbox is just about the only game system that's not sitting right here in front of me. I have the, uh, the I have PS4, PS3, Switch. I have a a Nintendo knockoff with like 600 games on it. I have a Wii <laughs> U. So yeah, Xbox is the only one I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, yeah all right so master jack you're hanging out with your boys what do you like to do
1: uh, i'm in a fraternity up at uca so. what what's the frat <laughs> sigma new what
0: is all right what does sigma new do
1: uh well one of our members who actually just graduated tried to get us to have board game night every now and then i don't know how many of those we actually had but um yeah we did pretty standard things we'd go to slim chickens every tuesday night before our chapter meetings we'd go eat those of us that lived in the house would play xbox with each other which was great because we could hear each other screaming through the walls and then again (laughs) as it came through the tv um but yeah just kind of stuff like that and we would go out to the games do correct stuff anything like that so
0: going to college what's the advantage of being in a fraternity
1: i think it really helped me to kind of get i guess a wider network of people that i was involved with because as soon as i moved in i was like okay what am i doing i don't know anybody here um where do i go and i knew going in college that I wanted to get involved with fraternity. It was just kind of finding the right one and I was lucky enough and found a really good group of guys that had a lot of common interests that I do and we just kind of meshed well together and they've helped me through a lot.
0: So the Brothers of Sigma Nu, are they musicians as well or, or from all walks of life?
1: I've been told that my pledge class has been the most diverse group that they've taken in in a while in the sense that we have so many interests that any of us could do anything whenever somebody needed us to. Like we have musicians, athletes, a lot of very smart people, um, you know, anything that you can think of.
0: All right. Sam Bennett, what grade are you in now?
1: Uh
2: I'm currently a sophomore but you know we're wrapping up uh school now so I'll be a junior. All right. Good good are you doing good in school? Uh for the most part um has its up and ups and downs, good classes and bad classes, but I I'd, I'd say I do pretty well.
0: What's your best subject?
2: Um I really enjoy history. Um you know, just getting to learn more stories and stuff than you know all these big equations that have nothing to do with anything uh i just find that a little bit more interesting
0: now history is very important you learn from the mistakes of others because you can't live long enough to make them all yourself
2: <laughs> yes sir that's dan
0: what hey yes dan <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it no nah, no worries no worries you know you can even say keys what what have you uh but yes i, I make sure that i say jack bennett and Sam Bennett. That way, the people know who they're listening to on the "What Makes You Famous" podcast. Isn't that pretty cool? See, there is, and they get to know you. And that's what it is. We're getting to know you, the Bennett brothers, the Bennett boys. What was your <laughs> Sam? What was your nickname growing up?
2: Uh, I had a wide variety of nicknames. Um, some from my parents, some from my brother that I won't
1: repeat. I want uh, you to
0: repeat every single one of them, except for the naughty <laughs> ones.
1: I don't even remember. That. Um, yeah, I, I I was
2: given a lot, like um, you know, play on my name, like Sambo and stuff like that. You know, nothing too fancy. I will. I
1: will take over on that's that. not a
0: long <laughs> list. That you said there was a long list. I, I, I have some time here
1: i'm gonna talk about it since he doesn't want do to do it
0: jack bennett tell him and then maybe i'll have sam tell uh, tell about your nicknames go jack
1: uh the main main one was goo and all of all of our <laughs> it's gotta be a story your, there i don't really know the story i just know that we started calling him goo and at some point that evolved into Goo St. John, which I don't know where that came from. (laughs) That
0: sounds like an 80s thing. I think there was a a, a St. John, Elmo, St. Elmo. Yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, So who who said Goo? Who named him Goo?
2: Um, Well, since Jack, you know, forced me into this, I guess I'll have to tell the story. It's nothing major. Um, uh, Yeah. When I was a baby, uh, I mean, it, I, I had some eye issues Okay. Uh, that, you know, I've <laughs> – hold on.
0: <laughs> I'm enjoying this so mo- so far, Sam Bennett. And I see on your Facebook page you have your a nice family pic. So I, I'm getting to see mom, dad, and the two bros right there. So, Goo, tell about you, Goo.
2: Um I was a baby and I had some eye issues and you know basically it it wasn't anything major it, um but my eyes would you know get for lack of better words gooey Okay okay <laughs> uh, and you know I they uh you know my parents of course had that fixed and everything um but you know that that kind of just stuck, um, and you know different variations, like Jack said, like Goose Ain't John and stuff like that, have kind of uh, popped up over the years.
1: So now she- we call him Goose.
0: Okay, all right, I get it. Okay, that and but you know that that would make sense for other people, but it's still an inside joke for you. And mm-hmm. I know it's just it's just the two of you, or it's just the three of us together. Nobody else is listening. No no millions of people are listening, potentially, (laughs) to this podcast. So, yes, uh, when when they call you Goose, you'll know it was really goo.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, and and I feel bad that you were picked on as a child, that you were picked (laughs) on and bullied and called goo. No, nicknames are a great thing. Great people. You know, any other cool nicknames?
2: Uh, not really. All right, that's uh, not
0: a long list. We went from goo to Goose. That was a and Jack, Sambo. Jack,
2: call, Jack, and my dad uh called me Johnny Holiday a lot.
0: Johnny Holiday. Um, I don't
2: really, I don't really know the story behind that. Um, if, if Jack does, I'll let him elaborate. But All I right. really don't.
0: I, I got Monkey and Birdie from my 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 mom. So there, there's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go over Jack Bennett's nicknames.
1: I didn't really
0: have any. i got a few. Hey! Sam's got a few. He's gay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I didn't really have any. I've really just been called Jay for most of my life.
0: Come on. Jack.
1: R- at just, some point. you got two
0: all-American names. They, they lend themselves to, to <laughs> nicknames. You know, Black uh, Jack, uh, Jack of Spades, you know, Jack. Yeah, definitely.
1: Should have been some of that, but no. I think the most creative... Mine ever was, was Jackie Brown.
0: Jackie um, Brown. There you go. And
1: I'm pretty sure stemmed from my parents' liking of Jackson Brown's music.
0: Sure, sure. And there's there's a Jackie Brown movie, but that, that might have come a little later than that. So, yeah. Jackie B. Sam Bo, Sam B. <laughs> okay. Nicknames. Cool. All right. So, the social life. You say... Sam, you go to any functions at school? You are are you good in the social social gatherings? Or you more of a one on one?
2: I'd say so. Uh, you know, school dances and stuff like that, you know. It's always fun to go do that stuff. Other than that, not really. Okay. You know, just hanging out with the guys outside school.
0: And Pulaski Academy is a co ed?
2: Uh, yes.
0: So would you consider yourself uh, you know, you take out the ladies <laughs> uh
2: i i'd I like to say that i don't know who else would but um, <laughs> well let's let's
0: just say do you do you go to the school dances by yourself or do you go no, with okay. a special lady
2: uh yeah i'll always have a date
0: oh that's nice and uh are, are, are you are you all class do you uh, get all dressed uh, up and
2: yes it, we, you know um the, the first few dates we'd have to do, you know, it wouldn't be anything formal. It would just be, you know, collared shirts and stuff like that. But now it's moved on to, you know, formal, uh, you know, suits and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get dressed up. I, I do a lot of weddings on, on the weekends, on Saturdays in particular. And, I, you know, when the people ask me, uh, you know, I I always ask, hey, how would you like me to dress? Uh, whatever, you know, just some jeans and a t-shirt. No, 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 no. This is a wedding. you know. Dress up, feel the occasion. It it, it gets you in character really. And if you're going to a formal dance, Hey, get in character. Now I I know. All right. It might be very old fashioned because you know, back in the fifties, you watch some of these old black and white movies and, and TV shows and you'll see. When the the husband comes home, he's always in a dress with a hat on, and th- he comes home to a wife that's all dressed up with her makeup on, and man, I don't I don't know. It, it maybe that's that has that definitely fallen out of fashion. But there are times when hey, it's good to get dressed up. Yep. So all right, Jack. I already know you're a frat guy. It, would you you say frat boy or frat guy? Frat brother. Frat guy frat guy okay now in school did you go to all the school dances
1: i went to most of them um i went to all the formals and i went to one of my proms
0: one of your proms i thought there was only one prom at senior maybe it's just me
1: we had a junior and senior prom
0: oh dig it so which prom did you go to
1: i think my junior prom
0: you didn't go to the senior prom no. Oh. <laughs> all right, and did you always have a date?
1: I did. Yeah,
0: all right. So these uh these Bennett boys, watch out ladies. <laughs> okay. Um let's uh, all right, we're going to where you are now, okay? You've, you know, where you're from is is all right, I guess Jack, you came from Nashville technically, but you got here at 2 years old, so you don't even remember growing up in nashville Not really. so uh, pr- pretty much you're you're little rock boys you grew right. up in little rock you went to Pulaski academy good school uh had some good interactions there you you found music at an early age uh sam bennett on the drums with his first act drum kit and then jack bennett on the guitar with his squire strat <laughs> red in color uh, after his hero Rick Springfield, so I mean, this is me going over all the notes, the highlights in my head, and uh, we're, it comes to now. Uh, you started your band in 2016, and you played Class of '86. I guess that would be ooh, 30 years. Uh oh, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I did my 10th and my 20th reunion. I I DJed both of those parties. And that was pretty fun. But I, I was already living here, and I got here to Arkansas in 2009. So by the time 2016 rolled around, I couldn't make it all the way back to Fort Lauderdale to do my 30th reunion. But I did hear a lot about it, and they were very sad that I couldn't DJ that party. So you played... There, your your big first event was class of 1986 and you played about 40 songs
1: somewhere in there yeah yeah
0: and where did you go from there let's let's move on with uh, now this is the official lineup as it was of bad habit were you called bad habit at that time
1: we were we once that version I,
0: how did we'll you get say, that name bad habit first off
1: <laughs> it's a good story Please. so I think. We were in San Francisco on our spring break. I think it was either, yeah, it was probably 2016, if that's when we started. And um, we walked past this bar, I'm pretty sure, that was called Dirty Habit, or Dirty Habits. And we were all like, wow, that'd be a cool band name. Uh-huh. And then I was like, all right, well, that let's just let that be the band name then. And my mom was like, no, y'all are in high school. You can't call a high school band Dirty Habits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we were like, "All right, well, a bad habit works, I guess." So uh, I don't know how bad we,
0: habit is. Well, maybe that's a step down, <laughs> yeah, from dirty habit. So that's cool. That's a cool story. Uh, how was San Francisco to you? I, I at at about that age, I guess around sixteen, I took a family trip to San Francisco myself. So oh, yeah, how what was your impression of San Francisco?
1: It was pretty crazy.
0: What? It uh, how so?
1: Um, just my, my, one of my favorite memories of that trip was we were taking an Uber to some restaurant and the guy was talking to my dad in the front seat. And then he looks to his left and there's this woman standing at the door or at the window and she's knocking on it. (laughs) And I don't remember what she said, but he, he like barely rolled down the window to where he could hear her. And the only thing that I remember that she said was Janet Jackson loves you, baby, and she said it in like this very like raspy. raspy voice, and I we just laugh about it all the time. Like that's the only thing I remember about San Francisco.
0: So you suspect there was a proposition made, but uh, no confirmation.
1: <laughs> she was probably asking for money, she was. and then <laughs> so- somehow. Um, janet jackson approving us means that we can give our money (laughs) good deal all
0: right sam bennett were you on that that trip too
1: uh yes i was
0: and what was your favorite memory of san francisco
2: uh we did a lot of touristy stuff you know just uh we did like um alcatraz and you did
0: alcatraz
2: yes that was very cool
0: very cool what else
2: um you know, we had to make a stop by the full house house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did a, this,
2: uh, they had, they have a museum down there called the Walt Disney family museum, which has a lot of, uh, cool, you know, art, you know, not artifacts, but, uh, you know, just stuff from the company's history and stuff. Um, so that was pretty cool to see all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's
0: pretty far away from Anaheim. Uh, it th- maybe, a. hours away from anaheim which is where disneyland is so Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool that there was a a disney museum in san francisco i I think i did uh i walked the boardwalk went to chinatown uh had some chinese food there didn't get to alcatraz uh coit tower presidio uh walked around quite a bit i i stood in position for about uh 10 minutes with my hand out just standing in front in front of a uh, a building, I can't remember, and maybe it was a restaurant. And I was wearing a black and red striped, uh, ho- uh was it vertical stripes up and down? And so I kind of looked like a performer of some kind. But I remember yeah. there was a lot of those guys that were just standing in position, looking like mannequins. So I said, yeah. "Let me try something." And I stood there for about ten minutes until somebody put a quarter in my hand and I said, all right, mission accomplished done.
2: Seriously. Yeah. yeah easy money.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I got my quarter and, uh, yep. I don't remember what I spent it on, but Hey, that was mission accomplished. I, I wanted to see if it, what would happen if I did that. So yep. cool. San Francisco, any other family trips that you, uh, all went together on?
2: <laughs> well, uh, as a matter of fact, we've got a pretty big one coming up. No, uh, I want to
0: hear, hear about the past trips.
2: Uh, well, uh, we trip we uh, venture over to Orlando pretty frequently and do all the parks and stuff like that, and that's always fun. Dig uh, it!
0: Being from South Florida, I definitely went to Disney Disney World quite a bit, and I lived in Orlando for about a year, so that was yeah. kind of fun.
2: But yeah,
1: all right. So,
0: what's yeah, your favorite? Always, what's your favorite uh, park over there? Uh,
2: pretty much. i uh, probably the Magic Kingdoms. Probably just because it's got the most stuff.
0: It does have the most stuff. It does. And Sam, Bennett, how yes. about you?
1: Oh, uh, that was Sam. Oh, that
0: was you. Okay, Jack Bennett, how about you?
1: I'm more of the Universal fan personally.
0: Okay. All right. What's your what's your favorite ride at Universal, Jack Bennett?
1: Oh, I like the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster.
0: Dig it. So you're a roller coaster guy.
1: Okay. I'm a very big roll. I'm the only roller coaster person in my family.
0: No way. All right. I I mean, I I don't know if I like them but I get on them every time. You know, it's like uh, I fear it. I I know I'm going to be sick to my stomach, but I got to get on it. Got to do it. And 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 maybe my favorite ride would be the the merry-go-round and the bumper cars. Uh, and, and and maybe uh, you know, but I always get on the Himalaya and I always get on the roller coaster no matter where it's at and yeah. So what's your favorite ride, Sam Bennett?
2: At uh, Universal?
0: Yeah, go ahead with Universal.
2: Um, I really like the Spider Man Rod, um, and then the they have a Jimmy Fallon actually has a, a simulator attraction at Universal, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: All right, so we got family trips. What are we doing? All right, since 2016, have you played any any gigs of note? Any place special?
1: Uh, This will be Jack answering this question. Yes, Jack Bennett. Go. I mean, we kind of play around every now and then. Um, We prefer playing a lot of private events just because that's a lot of fun. But at the same time, it's also really fun to play in public. Um, Yeah, What kind
0: of private events do you play? Like weddings or what?
1: The goal is to get to weddings. We haven't quite hit that yet, but... We play um, a lot of corporate events. We played some graduation stuff, um, wedding showers, wedding showers, yeah. birthday parties, baby
2: showers,
1: baby showers, stuff like that. I like that. I like that. A good party band.
0: It's nice, you know. And uh, hey, I'm a DJ. I could say, oh yeah, DJ is better. No, there there's advantage to both. Uh, there's nothing like a live band because, as someone who all right, I have a keyboard. I have a very professional keyboard in my in my house. It's like a it's a big piano. Mm-hmm. I have harmonica. I have three guitars. I cannot play them, and I I feel every time I go see some someone perform live, I feel it. I can see it, and and, and the work that you put into to. Uh, making to building your craft your you know uh sam on the drums and jack on the guitar and, and the bassist and the and the singer just and the keyboards oh my goodness just to, to watch them all and you know that they've worked real hard just to put on a show and you know there's really there's really nothing that compares to it i i, I can't i can't really put it into words which is really bad for a guy who claims to be a broadcaster <laughs> 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 words hard <laughs> right. so all right but yes you've been working hard and you are you are you up past forty forty 40 songs now or, or what are you primarily playing song wise
1: I, th- I think right now we are at Six, or either it's 60 or 70 songs i don't know which
0: and 60 right. is at least four hours of, of solid music you can get about right. 15 songs an hour now you can always stretch them out with riffs and and jamming a little bit right and but yeah that's a good repertoire that you could play a good sized party a wedding in fact with that that much music in your pocket right so since since 2016, like like I I said, have there been any notable places that you've played? Okay, maybe not the the private ones, but certainly the public ones. Have you ha- played any notable places publicly?
1: Um, our two biggest places that we play are Stickies in Little Rock, and then Thurston Howell in Little Rock as well.
0: Stickies and Thurston Howe. I I've been by Thurston How, but I've been in Stickies, and I know Stickies is a really great venue. Tell me tell me more about Thurston How. I've heard Thurston How.
1: Thurston How we love. They were the first place that actually let us play in public, and we had to do a sort of audition where we opened for another band that we're friends with. And do you remember what the band was? Liquid Kitty. Liquid Kitty.
0: Okay, I've heard of them, but I haven't had the pleasure of watching them play. Do you remember they what play the
1: same, they play? The same type of music that we do. This would have been, I want to say, summer of 2017. Yeah,
0: summer of 2017. You get your first breakout into the public. I did a did any uh, see for Liquid Kitty? They probably had a following. Did, did you have a following at this time did you how many people oh, yeah. came out for We're, you
1: <laughs> i'm not really sure how many people it was i remember like i said this was our first time playing in public so people could actually you know come and see us yeah and um you know we i want to say we started at seven o'clock and we from what i remember we had all the tables filled we had Basically, all the floor, floor space filled, and there was a line out the door. So, yeah,
0: how did you promote this this show?
1: I think we just put it all over Facebook. We were like, "Here's the first time that you can come see a bad habit." We'd love to have all our family and friends out. So,
0: yeah, did mom and dad did. help out with that as well?
1: Oh yeah, they did.
0: <laughs> you know they did. So they've been really supportive of you as being musicians. Then
1: they have all of our all of our own parents have been really supportive and we owe it all to them
0: hey that's very important because a lot of times you'll find artists with the word starving stuck in front of it and right and, and to see your your children try to to reach for this you know many will try but few will succeed and it seems like you're heading on the right path you're you're out there you're you you've put yourself out there Thurston Howl the summer of 2017 but before that you you did your that class of 86 I'm guessing there was quite a few people at that show as well right There was Yeah and you had the a female singer at that point right Right Okay and then by Thurston Howe, had you taken over the vocals or did you have uh, another singer
1: At this point we we had our second female singer Okay. Um, who, who was that? Annika Landers.
0: Annika Landers. Okay. And how, and how long did she stay with you? About a
1: year or so. Okay. All right. But um, yeah, she got with us, and then we played Thurston Hall that time, and then we, at that point, like I said, we had only played forty-five minutes, so we played a good ten songs or so. and too shabby mm -mm. and then we had to build up our repertoire and our master list before we could come back to thurston howell because it's a three and a half hour gig at least that's how long they hire you for wow and um so we needed a pretty, pretty good list of songs and unfortunately things just didn't work out and she left the band a couple weeks before we had our first headlining gig at Thurston and Hall, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll sing now." So, <laughs> okay. And at that point, at that point, I had already kind of been weaving in some songs that I would sing at the shows. So where we would play what thirty songs total, I would sing three or four of the thirty. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of getting my feet wet and starting to get comfortable with it. But at the point where we had that first headlining show at Thurston Hall. I was like, okay, I got to sing now. So i learned as many of the songs that we had played at that point as I could, which was nowhere near as many as we had, but did what I could with what I had. And we played that show and it went over really well. And we've been playing there constantly ever since.
0: Well, that's kind of an interesting animal. You play lead guitar and you sing.
1: It's very difficult, but
0: <laughs> I imagine so. I imagine so. I I know Zachary is is on the the rhythm part of the, gu- the guitar. Do you do you ever trade off leads? We do. Okay.
1: We we both have our uh, individual songs, and I think like he said last night, he's got his songs that he sings, and I've got mine, and then Caleb sings a couple songs here and there as well. So we we've got a pretty uh, equally divided workload amongst all of us.
0: Now, Caleb's bass? Yes. Okay. Any keyboards in this?
1: No. I'll let Sam talk now. <laughs>
0: yes. Sam,
1: the uh, drummer, we'd, beating we'd the skins. We'd love to have, say again?
2: Dr-
0: Sam, Bennett, the drummer, beating uh, the skins.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we'd we love to have a keyboard player because uh, it would open up a uh, much wider range of songs that we could do um you know there's there are plenty of songs that we'd love to play you know or people who have requested that you know we're simply just not able to do because they'll have like you know these uh iconic keyboard or piano uh riffs and stuff that we're just not able to pull off really Um,
1: good.
2: but yeah we try and keep everything um say what
0: so you're, 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 you're open to, to having a, a keyboardist come in. Have you been looking around for that?
2: Um, I think it's a little too late. I, you know, we're, we, we, we play at least once a month. Uh, so, and we're booked up currently, uh, to set, no, not September, October. October, uh, is furthest we have booked up. Um, so really there's just not any time to have a newcomer come in and, you know, learn all the material and you know, add new material with that guy, and uh, you know it's just it's just not likely to happen anytime soon. Uh, but you know, we're doing quite well with what we've got.
0: Oh yeah, oh I've heard you, and uh, I can speak firsthand that yeah, you're very good. And, and that was only a, what a half an hour uh, little performance that you did at at uh, Black Earth Art Studios. Uh,
2: yes, that was an interesting performance. Uh, we we recently started to do a few more acoustic sets i'd say our first acoustic set was um not really by accident but we kind of we were kind of forced to do it we were uh, doing an outside gig um at pleasant ridge shopping center (laughs) um it was a christmas party for a few of the businesses um and it was outside and it had started to rain and you know we had we had knew we knew that it was planning it was gonna it was probably gonna rain but we weren't for sure. Um, so we brought all of the equipment that we would have for a normal gig and then we uh, brought some acoustic uh, gear as well. Um, I just brought like a, a set of bongos and a cajon and they all brought their acoustic guitars and um, it turned out that it was gonna rain and so we did our first acoustic set uh, inside the store and. Uh, we've started to do a few more since then one being black earth art studio
0: you're very smart to have a backup plan and that was very uh, very intelligent on your part do you usually carry a backup plan
2: um we try and keep an eye on the weather uh when it comes to outside gigs um but you know with it being arkansas and arkansas weather being so unpredictable uh it's hard to you know really know but Um, I'd say that we've had a few gigs that we've, you know, have gotten rained out. Uh, we played a gig, uh, called Carnival. It was a Polish food festival. Um, and we were like the headliner for the night and we, they had this stage, uh, set up for us and luckily they had a tent over it. Uh, and we had started to play, I think it was like a two to three hour gig that we were supposed to do. We got maybe 10 to 15 minutes into the set when it just started pouring, um, and it was, it was insane. We had, you know, we were in a middle, in the middle of a song when, you know, uh, our dad and Zach's dad were, you know, uh, pushing water off the stage with, you know, brooms and stuff, just trying to get it away from our equipment. And eventually we just said, you know, we're sorry. Uh, we, we understand if you don't want to pay us, but you know, we can't, we can't risk getting our equipment ruined. Um, so we had to kind of, um, abandoned that gig uh halfway but it, it ended up being good and you know they're hiring us back for this year so that's great
0: maybe we'll have a better better tent a pavilion perhaps
2: <laughs> we're yeah <laughs> we're, we're hoping
0: so i did a show last uh, saturday night a, a wedding of all the way up in in mountain home and yeah. it was raining cats and dogs up there and unfortunately yeah. the tent i was in was downhill from a from train tracks on the way down uh, to the uh, white river so yeah that, that's insane. <laughs> but thankfully i had my equipment set up on this the uh the dance floor but i yeah. was standing in mud
2: yeah that, that's insane
0: so it's the life of an entertainer you know the show must go on and it looks All like right. you press through uh, where possible you know you, you can always break down to an acoustic set and that's very versatile that's good so the yep. people out there need to hire you <laughs> and, and and if need be Hey, it, we can go acoustic. You're good. You've got guitars and a and a cajon. Uh, uh, that's a that's a box like a, a yes, sp- yes. Yeah. Spanish. Uh, t- tell more. What is a cajon?
2: Uh, it's basically just a wooden box that you know you're able to sit on and uh, you just beat the front of it and it gives it like a snare sound. Um, but it kind of you know it, it's more of a combination of like a snare and a shaker kind of sound that. Uh, you know you can kind of carry a song with um, and we will just use a mic uh, it's got a hole in the back where the sound comes out and we'll um, just put the mic into the hole to make it uh, louder and you know so we can uh, compete with the other instruments that are turned up pretty loud and because the car itself is not that loud um, and you know it's yeah it's just good to have that backup plan yeah,
0: that's pretty cool, Sam Bennett, the percussion of the band. And then I have Jack Bennett, the guitarist and lead singer. I guess it was forced upon you. You are the lead singer now, the front man. Right. <laughs> so primarily this is this was your incarnation, your band, and you've added members along the way. And now, okay, I guess we can go over who the, the current – membership is the current incarnation of bad habit who who are the members right now besides jack bennett lead singer lead guitar and sam bennett percussion
1: um on guitar and vocals whether that be backing vocals or lead vocals we got zachary smith who you talked to last night and uh, Well, you can
0: tell people who Zachary Smith is. This is a whole other podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, Zach Smith, he's a year younger than me, and he just recently graduated from Catholic High. But the story there, I guess first I'll introduce the other guy, and then I'll tell how Zach got in because okay. it kind of goes in that order. Okay. Um, yeah. But basically what had happened was When the last version of the band split up and Ryan was going off to college and Matthew Thornton, who was our bass player at that time, um, wanted to put together his own thing and leave Bad Habit. I had a friend at the time who introduced me to this guy named Caleb Hatley, who i had known before, but never really met. And um, we hit off right off the bat because we both shared a very strong interest in def leppard (laughs) (laughs) and um so when he took out his phone i noticed his wallpaper was the pyromania album and i was like all right this dude's like my best friend now yeah
0: yeah did we just (laughs) become best friends
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um we talked and i knew he played guitar it was kind of the same situation as it was with ryan where caleb takes guitar lessons but he plays bass too so he texted me one day and he was like if you ever need a guitar player or a bass player you know i'm your guy and i was like well we need a bass player so um he came over to our house and then caleb sam and i just started jamming every now and then and i want to say we had a good 15 songs that the three of us could pull off but we kind of hit a wall where we realized, you know, there's only so much you can do with a three piece, especially when the guitar player is also singing. So that kind of limits what I can do melodically. Um, well, I so, must say I
0: do admire Caleb's taste in eyewear. I too wear the goggles uh, a, a lot.
2: Well, a love him. I'm sure he loves for you to say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I had, well, I guess, uh, what was it? Kurt Kurt Cobain was the originator of those goggles, yeah. and then who who was it? Uh, Nucci, Moochie? Oh, one of the rappers took it over. That's me,
1: but uh, anyway. So yeah, we we picked up Caleb, and we're like, okay, we need a fourth member now if we're gonna go anywhere with this. So we kind of looked at our options, and like you asked about earlier, you know, we sat down and talked and we were like okay we can either go with a guitarist or we can go with a keyboardist right but my number one thing and somewhere that we had struggled in the past was that with the exception of me nobody else in the band could really sing so or or they wouldn't sing yeah (laughs) sam sam
2: refuses come on
0: sam you can go phil collins on it (laughs)
2: Oh, <laughs> um, i I'd, I'd, well, I'd love to do that. And Phil Collins is, you know, one of my idols. Uh,
0: and he lives it, in Miami it, now.
2: Yeah, he, he's, it's, it's not going to work out.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: it's not that I can't. It's just that I, 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 I. It's not that I don't have the ability to sing. It's just that I don't have the ability to sing in public or in front of my brother and father.
0: I'm going to have you step over to one of my karaoke shows and, uh, <laughs> and beg to differ.
1: He, he is a really good singer, from what I've... I mean, I've never actually heard him sing on his own, but one of our favorite movies is That Thing You Do. And yeah. I, I was listening to that song in my car one day, and he, he, he'll he sit there with his headphones in his ears like he's not listening, but I, instead of me actually singing along with the song like I normally do, I was just listening to it, and I hear Sam humming the harmony. And I was like, dude, why don't you do this? And shows, like, that would make it so much better. Yeah, you
0: can definitely be shades.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, I, I don't know. It, it may, eventually, if I uh, if I have to or, you know, if I ever feel that I want to, um, I'll certainly do it. But um, right now, Zach and Caleb do a top-notch job at nailing the harmonies and, stuff like that and you know i'll leave it to them i've i've got a a pretty busy job to do uh myself
0: (laughs) all right no pressure no pressure but i I expect one in the air tonight within the next year or two that would be awesome yeah Uh, i'd love it (laughs) so all right uh what okay what um okay go, go, go forward with the the adding of the the newest member
1: so yeah, um, we we said we can either go with another guitarist or we can go with the keyboardist. But the number one thing that I wanted was somebody else that could sing. So we um, we just were kind of at a standstill for a little bit. And Caleb texted me one night, and he was like, "Hey, I've got this guitar player um, that I saw at a jazz band show one night. And he's really good. So I'm gonna put us all in a group text and." I was at dinner and I just looked at my phone. I was like, whoa, okay. Um, so he puts us all in a text and uh, the guy introduced himself as Zach Smith. And so we kind of talked and I sent him the list of stuff that we had so far. And we were like, okay, well, let's have a practice at some point this night and just kind of, you know, see how things go. And I went and met him the next day at Guitar Center and we just sat in the acoustic room and played a bunch of songs and we didn't really sing anything, but. We sat there, and I think the moment that I realized that he was the guy that I wanted on my right side was we were sitting there playing the uh, intro to what's it called, "Love Song" by Tesla. Yeah. And um, he started playing it, and the, or I I started playing it, and then he started doing the harmony on the acoustic, and I was like, okay, this this is a good match right here, so he came over a week later and the four of us just kind of jammed in our studio and we, uh, we decided it was a good fit. And I think that weekend I emailed Chris King at stickies and I was like, okay, here's what we have. And we had played at stickies before with the previous lineup, but I emailed Chris and I was like, okay, we're, uh, we're back together and here's what we're going to do. And so he put us on the calendar and we played our first show and, Went over really well
0: you know it's it's good that you you met up over at guitar center and once again this is not sponsored by guitar center but <laughs> i've spent money in quite a few guitar centers all over the country really and it's a great place to meet musicians and to to meet up with with people that that enjoy music you know the this this music store and 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 there's there's palmer music in conway and i i, I know ryan Hinman, he, he works over at Palmer as well, and it's another good place to meet up with musicians. So, yeah, it, it it was um kind of it was good it was good a good call that you met up at Guitar Center and you were able to to play some of the instruments that they have there on display together, and right. and, and it felt good. All right, so uh, do you have a, a practice space that you use quite often, or do you have one all set up?
1: Well, yeah, we we call it the studio. It's basically a, when we bought the house that we're currently living in, we noticed that it had a very large room that I guess had been previously used as an office. Um, but, I mean, it's a very large room. So yeah. we, we set up the drum kit. And I set up my amps in one corner, and I, I have another amp that I let whoever our guitarist was which is now Zach use um, in the other corner just so he doesn't have to haul all his stuff over to our house every weekend for practice hey it uh, sounds
0: like a studio to me this is great and your mom and uh, dad are cool with this they are that is fantastic mommies and daddies uh, support your children and no matter what they do let them let them fall let them rise you know and and you'll reap the rewards you're gonna have good kids. When they can, they can expound on themselves creatively, and you know, you, even if they're uh, you know mathematicians or uh, m- my w- work in life, I, I want to be a dishwasher. Okay, that's fine too. So excellent. So speaking of, have you had any Joe Jobs while you're on your way to music, musical fame? We
1: have not. This has kind of been our mainstay. What um,
0: you haven't had that- a job at a, at a fast food? Anything? Mm-mm. this is great <laughs> you you went in full force and i'm very a- impressed by this so, that's, yeah
1: that's one of the things we love about it i mean it's certain money's certainly not the reason that we do it it's just kind of like the icing on the cake or whatever the expression is but i mean we get paid very well for what we do but at the same time it's you know, something that we enjoy doing. And that's a quote that I don't know who originally said it, but my dad tells it to me all the time. Um, and the quote is do what you love and you never work a day in your life. I like that. And I mean, we're, we're doing what we love and yeah, we're getting paid for it. So technically it is our job, but the, the passion that we have for it and how much we actually love what we're doing, you know, it doesn't feel like work at all. We, get up on the stage and set up and for the next three hours or however long we're playing where we're on that stage playing for people who want to be there listening to us. And it, it's just something completely different. No, I like that a lot.
0: Uh, and yeah, <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head, uh, when you said that, that, uh, well, and I, I tell people quite often, you know, when they say, Hey, you're a DJ, you get paid pretty good. Don't you? I said, "Well, yeah, the money's good, but the work's not steady." And you right. got to keep hustling. And thankfully, you got mom in the corner. Seems like she hustles for you. Is she does she try to get you gigs or or is that primarily uh, your job, uh, Jack Bennett and Sam Bennett? Uh,
2: gigs kind of come in from everywhere, you know, people approach us or, you know, certain members of the band get gigs or, or their family members, but I'd say um Ninety percent of the gigs that we pull in uh, are booked by our mom. She's constantly, um, you know, calling places or you know emailing places or promoting the band on our Facebook or our website, and um, you know just really working hard to get us as many gigs in that we can. And that's why we're you know currently booked up to October and playing at least once a month that is
0: fantastic sounds like you you have uh gigs rolling in you have a good following so far so you've built it up since 2016 and i'm kind of excited about that uh shoot uh any any other details you want to give to the people as we're closing this up
2: um i don't think so just that we um we really enjoy what we do and uh, we want to say thank you for anybody who's uh, come out to see us and you know thank you to all you know not just our parents, but uh, you know all the other band members, parents and uh, people who have helped us along the way and you know thank you for giving us this opportunity to uh, talk and you know talk about the band and promote the band and all that sort of stuff.
0: So have you written any uh, original songs or or is it primarily covers?
1: What we do, is pretty much covers we started or we started back in 2016 as a cover band and yeah we we've kind of differentiated based on what covers we're doing but recently uh i got into writing music how did that happen i don't really know honestly <laughs> i had a few demos that i had written just up in our studio and i recorded them on the computer and kind of let them sit i never wrote any lyrics for them and then um one day my dad and i were in california in some guitar store and we were sitting with a guy named adam hamilton who is an on again off again member of la guns oh, yeah, and okay. um, and my i was sitting there playing a guitar and my dad and adam were sitting and there's a good history between them. They they both grew up in Shreveport and were in numerous bands in high school. And so then, they went from
0: L.A. to L.A.?
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Adam got picked up by CeCe DeVille from Poison and moved out there. I don't know when, but anyway, so he, he put together a studio in his house, and he's been doing numerous albums with a lot of famous people i think right now he's doing a cover album with david hasselhoff what the hoff excellent and he just finished a christmas album with william shatner oh man it's crazy have you heard uh, any of william shatner's music i have not i've listened i mean i've listened to some of the songs listen to
0: his lucy in the sky with diamonds Uh, stewie from family guy redid it oh really yeah so yeah hilarious so wow yeah you're touching greatness now all right you're a party band and i liken a party band to someone who plays a character actor in a movie it's like they're not going to be the stars or they're going to be you know superstars and go you know be the the guy that makes 20 million at the in, in the front but they will work steady forever because they're willing to to play what the people want, right? And this is, yeah, you're gonna be, you can work steady as a as a party band when you do covers. So I'm I'm stoked, and and, and yeah, do some originals if you get the chance. That man, I'm I'm excited for you on on that endeavor. That's that's oh, like yeah. a, a branch out.
1: Oh yeah, I was gonna say earlier, like I try. It. I wrote those songs, and then when my dad and Adam were sitting there, they, uh, my dad was like, you know it would be really cool is if you could come out here and just spend a week with Adam and sit in the studio and do your thing and let him teach you basically all the tricks of the trade and how the music business works. And on that day, they hatched up that plan, so my dad was like, okay, you're going out to L.A. for this week in the summer, and you're going to spend... The week in Adam's studio. So when that week came, I brought those two demos that I had to Adam. And he was like, okay, here's how they work. Here's what we should do to alter them. So we recorded two songs. And then on the third day, he was like, okay, do you have something else? And I was like, I mean, I have this one riff that I've been working on, but I didn't really have a song made out of it. And in about 15 minutes, we turned it into a whole song, Come which on. a lot of people are, is what are saying was the best one on the EP. And then the fourth day, um, I said, you know, I kind of wanted to do a cover. And he said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, we're in California, and one of the favorite songs that we play right now is Beverly Hills by Weezer. So I was like, it's only appropriate to put that on here. So we recorded that, and then that Thursday night, I was like, well, crap, I only have one more day left in the studio, so I wrote the lyrics to all three songs and went back the final day and recorded them all and, and then we were done, and now we play one of my originals in the show that we play.
0: That's a in, a step in the right direction. Branching out. Ah, so, alright. What's coming up in the near future for Bad Habit? Jack, uh, um, th- uh, let's go with Sam Bennett. I've heard Jack talk about hollywood what's what's coming um, up near uh sam bennett
2: we have um you know a lot of gigs coming up um we've got our our upcoming gig uh at the old bank sports Grill. uh i think zach had mentioned that
0: great venue night. great venue uh, you, you'll be upstairs our- and all the people will be enjoying some good food downstairs it's it's yeah. really nice I mean, the, I guess the worst part is huffing, huffing your equipment upstairs. But it Seriously, seems like, yeah. yeah, that won't be the that won't be uh, a terrible thing. It's uh, once you yeah. get all set up.
2: That's on May 29th, and then we've got June 1st at Stickies, and um, June 15th at Ginger's Handlebar, which is a new venue. We've never played there before, and we're looking forward to that. And,
0: Are these uh, all ages, or or just a uh,
2: Yes, we we don't really do any, uh, unless it's a private event, you know, most of our shows are open to everyone. Uh, we offer an uh, overall family-friendly friendly show. Very uh, good. So, uh, we've got the Blitzed Pig, uh, which is in Hot Springs, and that's on June 22nd, um, July 13th at the Beehive, uh, and, you know, so on. I won't... Uh, no 17.
0: worries so where do they find you on social media jack yes um, all
1: right um on facebook and instagram our handle is little rocks bad habit and that is all one word okay and then we just launched our new website at badhabitrocks.com
0: now do you do you want to put your individual uh, 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 social media in the show notes
1: I'm sure, I'll go ahead and say my 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 Instagram is Jack Bennett twenty eighteen, and Sam's I believe is Sam underscore Bennett underscore zero two.
0: Yeah, okay, send that to me, and I will put it in the show notes. Any well, other please. any other way to to get a hold of you?
2: Website. Um, we have a uh, website called. Oh, you did? Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, well, we already talked about the website. Most Telephone of number. Three uh our booking phone number is 501-626-8881
0: i think we pretty much got it all mr jack bennett mr sam bennett the bennett brothers out there in little rock arkansas of bad habit any last words for the people sam bennett
2: Uh, i think that pretty much pretty much covers it thank you for
1: having us
0: good job any last words for the people ja- Jack Bennett
1: uh, I will say the same thing that my other guitarist said last night which is just continue to support local live musicians um, you know we it's great that we're doing what we do but we're nowhere without our fans
0: thank you so much Jack Bennett and Sam Bennett of bad habit of Little thank Rock you for Arkansas and beyond i look forward to hearing more from you thank you once again
1: thank you thank you
0: there you have it party people the bennett brothers they're going places and bad habit band they are definitely going far far they they already have a following people are calling them they really don't have to hustle all that much You know, whereas uh, I I pretty much have to hustle if I want to have weddings or parties and people call me. No, these guys are just, uh, you know, sitting back and letting mama do the work. (laughs) It's good that they have their parents in their corner and support your children, mommies and daddies, whatever your kids want to do, steer them in the right direction, as long as it's not illegal, as long as it's not going to hurt anybody else. If they feel like trying something, let them try something. It's good to fall down as long as you get back up. So bad habits, follow them and go see a live show. Do it. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. If you want to tell your story, I encourage you, do so. Give me a call at 501-470-6386 or info at radio what.com. Easy peasy. It's Keys Dan RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What? The music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The first parachute jump from an airplane was made by Captain Barry at St. Louis, Missouri, in 1912.
2: Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio Radio What. .com.
0: Hey, Keys Dan. what you doing? My line. I'm playing the best music by request. 24 hours a day, click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com. com. Radio what? .com.